This week's case study is on Richard Allen Davis. He's an American convicted murderer whose criminal record aided the support for California's three strikes law. It was clear that at a young age, Davis had abnormal behavior. His childhood friends say that he would douse cats in gasoline and light them on fire. It was also claimed that he would carry a knife with him everywhere he went and cut dogs. His siblings, however, explained that he took care of them and acted like a mother and father figure and cared for them well. He was part of the United States military after being given the option by a judge to join or go to a youth authority place. Polly Kloss was the victim. At only 12 years old, she was abducted on October 1, 1993 from her home in Petaluma, California. Kloss was strangled to death not long after being kidnapped. Upon entering the room, David asked the three girls who lived in the house. Polly came forward and he tied the other girls up and then put a bag over their head and asked Polly where the prized and valuable objects were. The most likely motive for his actions were these objects. He then took Polly not far from there up Highway 101 where he killed and buried her body. Other important characters in this case are Thomas C. Hastings, Richard's judge, and Bob and Evelyn, the parents of Davis. Thomas C. Hastings, at the end of Davis's trial, explained that, Mr. Davis, this is always a traumatic and emotional decision for a judge. You made it very easy today by your conduct. Bob and Evelyn were known to both be al alcoholics. His attorney claimed that his mother was very strict and would punish him for smoking by burning his hand. His father, Bob, was mentally unstable and was known for taking a gun outside and shooting at mirages. With support gained because of Davis's case, the three-strike law was created. This law required both a severe violent felony and two other previous convictions to serve a mandatory life sentence in prison. The purpose of the law is to drastically increase the punishment of those convicted of more than two serious crimes. Davis was sentenced to death. While his sentence was the death penalty, there's a chance that Polly's killer, Richard, will never be executed. There's now a twist to that sentence her father thought would happen eventually. He found out when he got called up for a meeting with the governor Tuesday afternoon. And near the end of the meeting, he said, well, we have to talk about the death penalty. And then he let it be known in no uncertain terms that there would be no executions, at least to the best of his power, during his administration. I died a little bit when I heard that. I became viscerally angry. The next day, on Wednesday... The governor signed an order on executions. The governor says a death penalty is ineffective, irreversible, and immoral. Mark Class sees it as fair. I pointed out to him that that means that there's a very good chance that Polly's killer will live longer than me. I believe this case is famous and gains the attention that it does because of not only the death of a 12-year-old, but because of how Davis acted in court. After the jury returned the verdict... Davis turned to the courtroom cameras and flipped them off with both hands. 
He also claimed that right before murdering her, she said to him, just don't do me like my dad, implying that her father was a child molester, which was never proven and was very obviously not true.